1: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning if you're like somewhere around the world. Welcome to Indeed, it's the Independent Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mike, here to talk some independent wrestling like we do every week. Got my wonderful co-host with me, Righteous Reg. How you doing?
2: Thank God the intro video only played one time today and didn't mute me coming into this. It's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Righteous Reg. It's Indeed. Very excited to be here. Talking some independent wrestling, and we're talking some pretty important independent wrestling, I think, especially to the Canadian scene today here on the show. Mike, pretty exciting stuff!
1: Absolutely. Uh, our guest today is uh, we're here to talk about not only himself but uh, Alpha One Wrestling, which is making its return February 4th here in Hamilton, Ontario. So, we do have with us the former Alpha One Wrestling Outer Limits Champion former Zero Gravity champion. Mm. He was a runner-up in the 2021 King of Hearts tournament, but you Mm. can see him every weeknight, except for Wednesdays, live on Twitch, in addition to wrestling rings around Ontario. Brett
3: Michael David, better known as BMD. How are you doing? What's up, bud? I'm doing so much better after that intro. That was amazing. No one ever (laughs) believes that I've been a champion anywhere, and you just (laughs) solidified it all. So I hope all the buds that are here that question me, can listen now, i saw ethan pages in the chat that's amazing what's up bud? but no that's great i'm doing great man how are you guys we're doing, doing, good, doing good yeah exciting exciting yeah. for sure it's exciting times alpha one's coming back i'm so excited
1: yeah and uh so it's wednesday i know it's like you're you're not streaming days so thank you for joining us in uh of course you know what, what would you know be about the time you're getting ready to do that thing anyway
3: so True. Yeah, right around this time. Yeah, Wednesdays are usually my chill day, not do anything, and I consider this nice and chill too with some buds. I'm okay with this for sure. Hell yeah.
1: Um, so we do have a lot of familiar faces in the chat. A lot of friends showing up in the chat today. Uh, That we do. But every week we do also on Indeed here have a. We got a lot of like international viewers and American viewers that don't keep up to date on you know necessarily all the Canadian wrestling. That's my job. I keep like I just keep plugging people from around here in, and I'm like eventually. You all know, are gonna start to watch all this shit because it's really really good. We got really good, and we got some really dope talent up here, like yourself. Uh, so we're I I want I want to just kind of get the cliffs notes out of the way, let people know who you are. We're gonna kind of before we get to talking about Alpha One, we're just gonna do it five W style. Why'd you start
3: wrestling? Uh, honestly, it was something that I wanted to do my entire life, and then uh, I truly never knew how to get into it. So it was one of those things that. Uh, I, I used to, I did a little bit of stand up comedy. I knew I wanted to do something cool, so I was like, oh, I want to. I'll do some stand up comedy. I dabbled in that. I, ultimately, in the back of my mind, I always wanted to be a wrestler. Literally, never knew how. Didn't know I could just friggin' Google it and figure it out. But there was, uh, I found a school in Mississauga, Battle Arts Academy. Started there, uh, training with Santino Morella and stuff like mm. that. And then, uh, and then I found a school closer to home, Hamilton Pro Wrestling, and started training there. And I just, yeah, just uh, as the storybook goes, man, you step in the ring, you fall in love with it. It was awesome.
1: All right. Well, you already answered the when, where, and the why. The, <laughs> who, the, the when, where, and the who. No, that's okay. Boom. You took me. It, it's okay. That's good. We'll skip through. The, this is like, we, we, everyone asks this stuff, we got to get, yeah. get you through it. So what would you say to describe your brand
3: of wrestling to, to someone who's never seen BMD? Okay. So my brand of wrestling, I very much like... I don't know. I I do. I like to do a mix of everything. I'm a big fan of comedy wrestling too. So I mm. I like. I just like entertaining. I like making people laugh. But at the same time, uh, I just love when things are as real as possible i mean we're, we're all aware how wrestling works everyone knows but if i can if people can suspend your disbelief just for a second to me that's amazing because that's the reason that i fell in love with wrestling too so i just like to draw emotion so if i can do that by making you laugh or de- you know depending on my position on the card if it's you know like I, i've had main event matches where they're very serious feuds and and big deals and stuff like that I, I i like to brawl i like to i like to fight and then you know if i can make it laugh at the same time that's pretty much what i'm all about i like to do a little Little bit of everything
1: love it jack of all trades um saw someone in the chat asking or uh is there any q a for viewers yes if you want to get your question or comment right on the air get send in. a man send oh, us a that, super, Send us butter super, rob let's go send, send us a super chat uh we got one here from van Twinblade, uh better known uh you might if you, if you're ever at uh glory pro wrestling the whiteboard guy uh one ethan book D. two rohit sucks he's the best he'll ever i love him <laughs> rohit uh, can't wait for the return YouTube stream or IWTV or fight uh, TBA. Just keep your eyes out on the socials and uh, you'll you'll find out. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm sure it'll get answered eventually. Uh, <laughs> totally. Not today, I don't think, but, you know, just. just... <laughs> uh, so we are here to talk about Alpha One. Uh, the reason I want uh, the, the reason I wanted to use specifically for this uh, is uh, multi uh, kind of multifaceted. But one reason number one being uh, you're a decorated staple of the roster. You know, you were a you, uh, newcomer of the year there in your rookie year. You held two different titles. You've been a tourno- tournament finalist, you're a fan favorite. What has Alpha One meant to you early in your career and then now?
3: So, to get back to like one of the reasons why I started wrestling, um, I was a big WWE fan. I didn't watch anything else aside from like wcw back in the day that mm-hmm. was like me and my my dad's thing it was WWE, WCW. i never caught up on on ring of honor i never caught in on any of the independents nothing i didn't even really know it was fully a thing until i was working at my job and one of my buddies wanted to go take me to an indie wrestling show um and one of my first show well, sorry my very first show was an alpha one wrestling show um oh. actually yeah I, I actually i saw ethan page wrestle shane or is it shane douglas i believe he wrestled on that card um i i saw scotty hacker scotty o'Shea wrestle eric young um it was it was a big it was a big big deal and and when i finally got to actually see independent wrestling and see it live i literally fell in love with it like the ring being right there like i couldn't even imagine even touching a ring before that point mm. um so i just didn't see this as like a real possibility in my head so going to alpha one for that first time for my first show was amazing because I mean, you, you guys know, if you've seen enough alpha one, alpha one is, is in my opinion, the best independent wrestling show going, especially in Canada, arguably everywhere. Um, so to see that as my first one, I think I was pretty spoiled and then I just fell in love with it. And then I went to every alpha one show with my buddies before I started training, we were in the crowd watching, hanging out. And then eventually once I started, I made that my goal. I was like, I really, 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 want to work for alpha one wrestling that's like my main goal and anything beyond that is a bonus to me um and then i just got a little bit lucky having trained in hamilton and having ethan page uh being from hamilton as well uh he popped into school a couple of times just to kind of do some stuff with us uh us trainees and things like that and then it just kind of uh snowballed i started going to shows setting up doing all the stuff you're supposed to do and then an opportunity came up and and i pounced on it and that's that's pretty much it. And then that's I've considered Alpha one home ever since ever since I felt comfortable. It took me a while to feel comfortable that I had actually secured a spot. Um, but then I think once he put a once I once I won myself a championship, I felt, OK, I think I'm doing all right. I sell tickets and I'm winning titles, so it's OK.
2: Dude, uh, that's yeah. that's amazing. Um, We talked about. Uh, Alpha one multiple times I think throughout our podcast because we have a lot of Canadian wrestlers and of course our Canadian co-host Mike is always here uh bigging it up talk about the importance of Alpha one in the Canadian scene specifically because I think with the return of this we've seen so many excited wrestlers fans and people alike just being like finally welcome back what how what's what why is this mark Uh, Alpha One in Canada and how important is the return to Canada?
3: uh it's so in my opinion it is so important so it's 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 one of those shows that uh would always bring people in like 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 ethan page would 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 so good at bringing bringing uh guys and girls in that were big like from the states or sometimes even people that you haven't even heard of that you should know he would be the one of the first promotions that was bringing them into canada because it it was hard to like like you know it's hard to logistically plan shows and bring people in from overseas and bring people in from a different country and things like that and he was one of the guys that was doing this on a regular basis and providing it to you know then that hamilton crowd man like there's not like wrestling in hamilton is awesome they're like they're like no other honestly like they're just they're so fun (laughs) yeah they get nuts they're super into it they're very knowledgeable and it's just it is it is such a good show it's such a tightly run show they're like two and a half hours tops so you don't even have a second to even remotely you know get tired or anything like that the show's quick it's done it's amazing it's booked with some of the best talent from all over the world not just canada and then also on the flip of that you get your local guys like myself who get to work with some of these people that you Mm. don't normally would get a chance to like you you, it's very uh it's it's booked so well in my opinion um to help push the talent locally as well as bring new eyes to talent internationally that otherwise uh otherwise might not have been seen by by some of us here in Canada. So um, I think the return of Alpha One is so, so, so important because, like I said, I think it's it's one of the best best independent shows going anywhere, not just Canada. And because of the status, too, of the people that are brought in, um, like like someone like Ethan Page, the people will tune in from all over the place, too. Right. So it's just a showcase for Canadian talent and a massive platform that I think people are very excited to come back, myself included, obviously.
2: There's probably going to be even more eyes at this point with Ethan Page's higher status, which is great for everyone. Absolutely. That was the thing, too. Mm
3: -hmm. I mean, you know, the guy freaking goes off and gets signed and does all the stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, I hope this isn't the end of Alpha One because, like, (laughs) I love Alpha One. So but if anything, it's, you know, the hiatus and, you know, obviously the pandemic and things like that were a factor as well um the hiatus and the building of his own brand as well as the talent that is being brought in is is i think going to just take it to an even you know even higher levels yeah uh so it, in terms of like
1: how hyped locally everyone is for this to come back it's it's kind of insane uh <laughs> obviously i follow and talk to a lot of people like you know fans and around the area so like everyone's geeked on alpha one coming back um Personally, like I started this podcast in 2022, and so the entire time I've just been like, "Man, couldn't have done this like a year ago when there was like <laughs> I had I had yeah. this dope shit happening in town." It's like, so I've been February fourth is like my WrestleMania for like that. It, yeah. it, it's my WrestleMania. I feel it's the exact the same way. way. Mm. I'm I'm so stoked for it. Uh, you mentioned a lot of like not only featuring local people. Uh, in the on the regular in alpha one, but you know, bringing in tons of people, you know, like it, it, uh, well, like a, a a year after you started wrestling, you had a great singles match with Eddie Kingston. There, got um, my ass
2: kicked. You
3: mean? Is
1: that...
2: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Eddie Kingston match, bro. Like, where no, you, does that
3: happen? Like,
1: you almost, you almost had him. You got greedy and you went for that four fifty. It's your fault. Um, Man, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Going for the pop, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's gone for the cover, man.
3: She's gone for the cover. But like but, you just said, right, like they're they're pushed. They, they bring in these guys mm-hmm. and then they, they put the local talent in there with them. Like it's like it's it's phenomenal. And if if you're a year in or you're 10 years in, if if they think you got it, they they give you that platform, that opportunity,
1: I think. And I think that's something that when you look around
3: at a lot of the uh,
1: the independents that are really, you know, kind of pushing the the viewership and really getting a lot of people's attention it's these kind of places that are building up these new local talents and local stars to to you know further keep the scene healthy by building them up locally so they can get out and you know do awesome things we see it with hunt but daniel garcia was an alpha one regular dan the dad alpha one regular you know uh, jake something alpha one you know has been there a ton um you got to work with a bunch of people and was surrounded by, you know, tons of vets early on. Uh, did you take it, you know, you were there so young into your career. So are there any like advice or lessons that you took with that, uh, you know, in life or wrestling that stand out?
3: Absolutely, man. Like, I mean, the, the biggest thing, uh, the biggest thing that I took in, um, aside from, you know, the, the basic working hard and showing face and, and, and you doing your best and setting up and helping out and all that stuff, shaking hands, all that stuff. Uh, the, The one of the biggest things that I took in personally is to just just be a nice person, just be normal, like have people want to be around you. Don't like try too hard to like get attention from people like just be yourself, man. I mean, like especially, you know, when you're trying to get in a car and hop in a car and go, you know, eight hours to Chicago or whatever to show face and do that people got to want to be in the car with you for eight hours, right? Right. It's a long friggin' time. That's where I made some of like my best friend. That's how me and me and Ethan became real close. Like a lot of car rides that Chicago trips to this, that space monkey, one of my really good buds. I've been in the car with that guy so many friggin' times, you know, it's just one of those things where you just, you just become close with people just by being normal, being yourself, not trying too hard. Like, you know, it's, it's, pretty much that's that's the most i've took aside and also all the other advice when you know i'm blessed to be able to work with some of these guys that are like really really well known and they're just kind of throwing me in the fire and i like to think i can handle it and you you take all that advice just to try and um you know further your own career and things like that but the most important thing to me personally if anyone was asking me for anything just be normal be nice don't be overbearing don't be an asshole like stuff like that right like it's pretty basic social skills right don't yeah. Don't be punishing is like such yeah. a big one. Yeah, I don't want to sit I don't want to sit in the car with an asshole for eight hours, you know? Like I it, Yeah.
2: It's crazy that that has to be said like it's not that's not a normal like people don't come in nice. They're like, oh, I, have, I can be nice. I thought I had to come in being a jerk. What a crazy and you know business.
3: What? <laughs> One of the craziest things, too, is like, you know, there, there's this old, old school thing. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's also it depends how people go about it, where you got to go in. You got to shake hands with everybody, say hi to everybody. And it got to a point where. People would come in and, you know, you'd be talking to someone, having a conversation. And someone would walk right up, not care. Just, hey, how are you? Because they feel like they have to do that and have to say hi, regardless of whatever's happening. Just being a normal person and being aware of your surroundings and not being overbearing and whatever is is really, you would think it's common, but it's not always the most common, believe me. No, not at all. Not at all. But uh, on
1: to the positives alpha one uh alpha one's coming back when did you start kind of hearing rumblings of a comeback and well you know what was the, what was that what was that excitement like
3: there was some moments of uh of discussion like over the past couple of years of like how we could do it and logistically obviously with ethan being in michigan now that make that changes things a little bit as well um there was a lot of moving parts and a lot of things happening but uh uh we were kind of you know, like a, a close circle of friends were kind of pushing here and there like, hey, you know, you, you're thinking about doing this? You, let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back, right? Just kind of here and there. And then I think with him doing some appearances, especially when AEW had their, their run in Hamilton there, which I was fortunate enough to, to do some extra work there as well. Um, and Ethan was able to reconnect with some of the local fans as well. And I think it really reiterated the fact that people miss this people want it people do it and i think really that's kind of when the ball at least i think started rolling he could probably correct me if i'm wrong but i think when aw came to hamilton there that was really there was alpha one chance at a freaking aw show like it yeah. was crazy man so then the ball kind of started rolling there and then obviously once it got confirmed i was very excited because i mean you know with the twitch streaming and stuff i've kind of take i found a new love man i love doing this stuff so much so uh <laughs> wrestling kind of took a little bit of a backseat in a sense uh but when alpha one comes back man I'll, I'll drop everything for alpha one in a heartbeat Hell yeah um something else is coming back with alpha one ah, ah! hell Sad yeah Sad back so, Hell yeah uh
1: you know how did uh, for for those that are unaware how did teaming with uh ricky shane page and the uh the creation of the sad buds come about
3: uh to be honest i'm i'm not uh, like again I, I could be corrected if i'm wrong i see someone wrote elliot, elliot. That's, that's nails <laughs> that's so funny uh sorry he's he's pacing around but um elliot. <laughs> hey, 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 I we, think... lo-
1: we love it we love
3: a we love a furry family member visit yeah, on the yeah. he's adorable i won't say his name too much otherwise he won't stop but mm. he's yeah he's awesome but for the sad buds like uh I can't really remember because it's been so long. And then the pandemic in between and stuff, I think we were just at different points in our careers where neither of us knew what was next. Like Ricky's a former decorated alpha one uh, champion, multiple time champion, grand slam champion, all this, all the fun stuff. Ricky Shane page is like, and also one of the best wrestlers going in my opinion i don't think he gets enough credit for his ability and his technical ability because he's so good and so prominent in the deathmatch scene that mm-hmm. he's so good at that but he's also just such a great wrestler in general too aside from even the deathmatch stuff so i think putting us together was just kind of maybe something that just got thrown together at one point and then we realized like this is really fun i'm having fun he's having fun the crowd likes it they both like they like both of us Let's just keep going with it. And then we had a few matches and it was going really well. And obviously the pandemic kind of halted everything. Um, so to see that coming back, I'm pretty, I'm so excited, man. Ricky's one of my, one of my best buds. I I, I love the guy.
1: Yeah, that, I'm, I'm looking forward to the comeback. Uh, are you
3: able to kind of uh, let us know what your intentions for the year might be? You know what, if, if, if this is the way it's going to be. And if, if, if me, if me and Ricky are going to be a tag team, I mean, we're shooting for the stars, but I want those tag belts. I've never had the tag belts before. That's one. I, I've never held two champions, championships in Alpha 1. I've never held the tag team titles. I've never held the Alpha Male title. I've wrestled for the Alpha Male title a couple times, got kind of jerked around a little bit. But you know what? If me and Ricky are going to team, I want to take over that tag division with him, man. He's one of my best buds. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, before we do, uh,
1: so before we wrap up talking about Alpha One, I do want it because I do want to talk about some other stuff with you before uh, before you head out. Uh, what other matches on the card are you kind of going to be, uh, you know, sneaking out of the back to make sure you stay be standing in the room to watch?
3: To be honest, I am. I would love it if we were doing something first on the card. I'm not even just being a shill. I would love to watch the entire card. I'm very excited to watch Daniel Garcia and Alec Price. I think that's going to be a phenomenal match. Um, But literally every match that's lined up on the card, even the and this is the thing, again, we were saying about Alpha 1 and putting over local talent as well as bringing in international talent. The main event is three of our local guys. Mark Wheeler, Space Monkey, Shane Saber, Triple Threat for the Alpha Male title. That's fantastic headlining. One of the biggest Alpha One cards ever. I'm, I'm pumped to see how that plays out. I'm pumped to watch Daniel Garcia, Alec Price. I'm just, honestly, I'm pumped to see the entire card. I hope my position, Ethan, if you're listening, put me on first, please. I want to watch the show. <laughs>
1: there we go.
2: I'm, you barely yeah, heard that. Wrestlers wanting to go
3: first. It's rare. Hell yeah. I want to go first. Yeah. I want to see the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to go first. I want to be done as soon as possible. So <laughs> yeah.
2: well, now that I think about it, I have heard some wrestlers say that in person. Now
3: yeah. Yeah, man. It's the best. Because yeah, you get to hang out, watch the show, and you get the crowd at its hottest point.
2: The worst is the yeah. main event after a four hour show
3: dude that's what i'm saying with with alpha run one run in these two and a half hour shows that's the money spot four hour shows man my like 15 matches you're like dear god oh (laughs) wrestling on those is tough too sometimes if you're late in the card
2: i bet yeah it gets
1: like it gets a little much be being in the building at least you get the energy on the streams it's like i'm so tempted to just do something else in my house right now
3: (laughs) yeah i'll watch half now watch half later or something
1: yeah Yeah. i'm gonna pick up the replay tomorrow uh so speaking of streams, speaking of wrestling i did want to bring up uh another place that uh you've you've popped up at recently because it's a personal uh a personal treat of mine to watch uh you worked you worked at mystery wrestling earlier this year um that's that's a very unique experience uh, and a show to be a part of what was uh what what was being there that they
3: like dude it was so fun it was so we were the first match of the first mystery wrestling show so i think at that point it was like we don't know nobody really knows what to expect we don't know like how many people are there how many people are watching i was in one of those druid outfits like <laughs> not being able to, sorry my dog's coming to bug me but um it was it, it was awesome it was so fun i really 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 hope i get invited back i think mystery wrestling is one of the most uh Creative ideas and Places in independent wrestling in a long Time and every single show For them has just gotten better and better and better Uno knows how to book a show Man they're so fun Yeah
1: yeah between those mystery
2: mystery,
1: Yeah between mystery wrestling and Loot he's uh he, he's
3: got some He's got some cool uh cool wrestling Going on in that got no area what What a vibe out there too because I did the uh the loot Show the night before as well mm-hmm. Um and uh usually I'm A baby face in most places and for that show I was a baby face for the entire match and then uh, it was actually the night the uh, the leafs advanced into the second round for the first time in since like 2004 so that game was happening that night and I actually had this jersey under the ring so by the time I I the match was you know wrapping up I go onto the ring I grab my jersey for some extra power with my 450 and it's the loudest boo I've ever heard in my <laughs> life because we were rating. We're in Ottawa, right? We're in freaking. Yep. You know, we're, we're in outside of Quebec. We're they don't like the Leafs out there. Yeah,
1: you're in the heart of Senators country and in the Canadians' backyard. Uh, also, shout out to Willie on the wall behind you.
3: Hell yeah, but I had him on the wall before he signed the deal, and now look, I'm. It's I summoned good things, so that's a good spot. I'm gonna put people there that I want to stick around. <laughs> uh. John of Maple Leafs are just throwing the money out this year. Eleven <laughs> five, dude. Holy shit. I'm mean, I, I love Neilander.
1: I can't complain. Uh you, you talked about uh, you know, creativity doing weird and wacky stuff. Um, something you know would be remiss if I didn't bring up a video clip that uh you know you brought to our attention earlier on in the year, uh or I guess later in last year. I don't know how this works. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. the, calendar cha- the calendar changed and time's broken now. <laughs> yeah. A couple months ago i thought the background would go away
3: good old ketchup chips oh i gotta love it eh
2: (laughs) ketchup chips
1: look this is some real sicko shit reg you don't even know You've 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 never experienced the burn on your skin of a ketchup chips. I can't like you eat too many of them, and you, you you feel like you're turning into the Joker. Like you're, it just ah. Uh.
2: Yeah, I don't know anything about ketchup chips. I'm like, I don't know why this is uh, relevant. You ever I'm had American? Them? I've never had them. Yeah. No. No.
3: Oh, Reggie needs a Canadian vacation so bad.
2: Yeah, I do. Definitely.
3: Or we just gotta hook you up with some ketchup chips. Me you ever had all dressed chips?
2: No. Mike was telling me about them, but I was—I'm still like, I don't know what that is.
3: Oh man, I think honestly, well, I actually—it's hard to say. Like, it's easy for me to tell you you're gonna love them because I love them, but mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta give them a shot. We gotta find a way to get you stuff.
2: It sounds like I would love them—the all dressed ones for sure
3: all dress is so good yeah ketchup's Mm -hmm. like i love ketchup but i can understand why people don't all dress so i think man you gotta get some
1: ruffles all dress chip is like an undefeated uh, undisputed champion of potato chips hell yeah i agree all right so speaking of potato chips snacking uh you know weird and wild shit the other reason i wanted to have you on here to talk about alpha one was because outside of wrestling entirely i just you, know, you you re, you remain entertaining in a completely different way. Uh we did bring up your Twitch your you know your Twitch channel, your content creation earlier but uh, you know you know you are live four nights a week at twitch.tv/bmdbud and uh you we see it in our chat. It's lit up with a whole bunch of buds. Uh you've built a really positive and fun community there uh so when did like when did you start dipping into the uh content creation and like twitch streaming?
2: so
3: for content creation it's always something i've wanted to do too and dabbled here and there and 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 tried things and you know didn't know how to get into it didn't really have I'm, i'm generally a pretty reserved guy believe it or not i'm pretty i get pretty nervous i'm pretty shy for the most part uh wrestling's allowed that to change a bit but the reason i started streaming initially was because the pandemic happened So, um, I had a bunch of shows booked for WrestleMania weekend, uh, that April in Florida, um, flights, everything shows. And I really thought at that moment, I was so excited because it was the first time I had done previous WrestleMania weekends where I'd showed up and did some stuff for Alpha one and, and was lucky to get some other bookings. But this was the first weekend that I had like. I thought in my mind, it was my it was going to be my coming out party to a larger audience. I had some really good matches coming up that weren't announced yet and very, very, very excited. And so when the pandemic happened, it happened like right before that weekend. They shut everything yeah. down pretty much. It was like a week or two out. And so I canceled everything. Right. I You know, you cancel your flights, you cancel all your, your plans. And I was gutted, man, because I was, you know, wrestling was my all my eggs were in the wrestling basket at the time. And I was, so I was gutted. This was my moment in my mind and it wasn't going to happen. So I had about a thousand bucks that I had initially planned to use for that trip. Flights and my expenses and all that stuff. So instead I turned around and I just, I don't know why I had a thought. And I just looked at my wife. I'm like, I want to buy a PC. I don't have a PC. I never had a PC. Never had a, I had played video games on my own, whatever, but I'm like, I want to buy a PC. She's like, okay, why? I want to start streaming. Cause I thought I could keep my, I didn't know how long it was going to be. That I could keep my name out there while I'm streaming and then at least like keep some of the momentum I thought I had at the time with wrestling by streaming um and then so I started and I literally fell in love with it man my like I started streaming initially in the you know the BMD character which isn't necessarily far off from the real me um but it's a little bit turned up and then eventually I just got so comfortable that I just loved it, man. I, I started thinking of crazy ideas for streams and content. And then that just kind of became my whole love, man. And then the community, that was the thing that really kept it going. man. I was so fortunate. Like I had people like Ethan that were streaming that would send his buds over. And uh, then I, I got Evil Uno. Uh, we, we had worked together a couple times, but we weren't necessarily close at the time. We'd just been on some same shows. We knew each other, whatever. Um, and he raided me uh, a few times before, like a couple hundred people. And at the time, I had, like, anywhere from five to ten people if I was lucky watching. And uh, I just got lucky and was able to... I don't know. They just liked me, I guess. So they stuck around. And then Twitch just evolved and became my number one, man. I just fell in love with it. And from that, turned into YouTube videos, turned into everything. And now there's this whole other side that, like, man, I would this is what I, I want to do this full time. I want this to be my job. I want this to be the thing that I do. I have so many crazy and wacky ideas and it's become like my, my passion the same way wrestling did. So now instead of one basket, I got two baskets. You know what I'm saying? i did he just write it? it's not Oh, he's still here too? He's still watching, <laughs> listening to me ramble on. I thought I was like, when are we gonna be able to talk shit about him? He's not leaving, we can't.
2: Oh, hey, I mean, you can talk
3: shit about him right now. Go ahead. You gotta <laughs> <me. I> got it. <laughs> I got I can't. I got literally nothing. Nobody I can, do. I think, he's, at this point. Ethan Page, Ethan Page has literally done more for me than anyone could possibly do moving forward. Not just like with everything that's going on here and and streaming and wrestling and all that, but even just like as a friend, like like personally. He's just he's I consider him one of my best friends in a way of like, he's just he's just always there. And just a really, really, really good friend, as well as all the other stuff on top of it, too, is just an added bonus. He's he's just he's a great guy, honestly
2: just hear this so often like i've heard you what you said so often from other people it's like it has to be true at this point if 100 Dude. people are saying the same thing like this has to be true it's no <laughs> bullshit
3: man i'm I'm mm-hmm. guaranteed there's at least 100 people just like me to say the exact same things for right. sure
1: that's great to hear like as yeah. a as a hamiltonian he's you know someone to someone to look up to As you know a fan of wrestling in the city for sure absolutely um, that ba- i did kind of want to get back onto your community uh because you know you really open up with your chat welcome in- them into your life uh what's that been like uh you know having this like you know fan base and community versus like a wrestling fan base um, Dude, i know there's a bit of overlap but it's not like it's not 100 percent at all
3: no uh it initially started with all all wrestling buds and they all came in and, and thankfully i was lucky to have like you know a half dozen of them or so that would stick around for every stream and as i was figuring it all out right and started just like everyone else and playing video games and whatever before i started really uh trying to make uh different content and doing things and so that started like that and then honestly i had a couple of youtube videos kind of take off a little bit that had to, nothing to do with wrestling so i ranked nhl goal horns one time on stream as like a gag and that was like how i don't know how long that video was posted a year or two ago and i still i get comments on it today still and those people will then turn around and pop in my chat into my stream and then we turns out like one of my mods uh k she's awesome she is great she's been in my community for so long popped in during a geo guesser stream knows nothing about wrestling and now we've made her enjoy wrestling at least in a sense of like she'll watch mystery wrestling or we tease her about it i've kind of got like a bit of a 50 50 split but people tend to listen to me talk about hockey or wrestling or you know random chess scandals that we were talking about the other night that's pretty inappropriate they listen to me talk about everything man.
1: yeah yeah (laughs) there's some uh the bad ads bad ads to some of my favorite shit
3: we're doing Um, that again tomorrow yeah oh
1: good good i'll be there (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) um uh, you you do have a ton of fun on stream interact like interact with your community a lot like it's it, your engagement with your communities it really really out there. Um, Thank you. What is a uh, like what's a what's a worst what's the worst level of pain you've gone through in the name of content? Was it the uh, <laughs> the one chunk challenge or would it be like celebrating celebrating a hype train while you're recovering from a vasectomy?
3: though <laughs> <laughs> Bro, (laughs) that's cool okay the uh the one chunk really sucked but i mean honestly uh pain physical pain i feel like i don't feel it anymore with all the hot sauce and all the bullshit like that but mentally as far as pain goes uh one time during a 24-hour stream one of the things that were on the spin the wheel whatever was to shave my eyebrows and it hit and i shaved my eyebrows and I gotta be honest, I will literally <laughs> never ever even think about doing that again. That was the worst. Like, I don't know man, it was like it felt like it was like six months where they did yeah. not grow back. Dude, going in public and people yeah. looking at you while well, they're like, because it's not like it's not like I had anything wrong. You can see them half growing in. So it's like, oh, you just did that. And people yeah. making fun of you at work, and then you have to try and fucking explain it. And you're like, Man, like I can't explain it. it just I did it. It's a thing that happened. I'll never do it again. That was the worst thing I've ever done by no, far. I've I, I lost half I lost half of one at a party and it's
1: you like no one can prepare you for how long it takes an eyebrow to grow back like it's not a
3: it's not a simple thing. You know what the thing is too. Sorry, I'm looking at the chat now and honestly, there's some stuff I I, I do so much that I forget. I see Lee. She said Satan's toe. That was a bad one. Liz says floor pickle. Okay, the pickle just fell on the floor once and I was like ah fuck it I'll still eat it. <laughs> Immediately got sick. I got a weak stomach. Oh, no, dude, dried Carolina Reapers, terrible Satan's blood, terrible. And then uh, the only other time Blood. Satan's blood is a hot sauce that like it's in a vial. It literally looks like blood. And I took it because I was like, oh, it's eight hundred thousand Scoville. Some of the hot sauces I do are like six, seven million. I'm like, this will be nothing. So I took a full spoon. But it doesn't matter the Scoville, man, like whatever the peppers that are in there, it hit me and it was the worst, like the pain, the I immediately got sick. It was terrible. But other than the eyebrows, the one time that was the worst was during a hockey stream. Sometimes I live stream the playoffs when the Leafs are in it. That brings in a lot of viewers as well. That's where I've gotten some people, too. But um, they ended me with my hottest sauce six times in a row during a Leafs playoff game and i just did it because i was i'm stupid and i had to end the stream <laughs> it's the only <laughs> time i've had to end the stream due to hot sauce it was horrible and then i put a cap on it after that yeah that, that was a
1: bad like break. it's kind of like when you think about it though you've over the course of time you've consumed like literally billions of total scoville units
3: yeah man well, that, wow. that started that started as a way to engage and interact but I also love hot sauce so it was like one of those things where I'm like I look at it, I'm a bit of a masochist I like to play games that torture me I like to eat hot sauce so like I like to challenge myself so but now it's just become such a staple in the stream that it's never going anywhere I en- I still enjoy doing it after like three years so I'll keep I keep bringing in new ones and like doing cool alerts for it and stuff my wife's insane with it so it's fun man is it still hot? Uh-huh. yeah man honestly yeah. even some of my lower end ones that are like the you know the cheaper ones for channel points and bits and stuff they still are hot mm. they it hasn't like my tolerance hasn't really changed i guess i don't know it's it still kills me man that's wild it's
2: uh,
1: wild that's wild man uh, so we, we you mentioned her a couple times, but uh, your wife is she's like all in on the journey with you and she kills it with editing your YouTube videos and uh, you know, doing your doing that content. Uh, how is it having like your partner not only support you but like be hands on in the content creation, you know, be like just all in on whatever you're up to?
3: I am the luckiest guy ever, and on and that's the truth, like, she just. She's been all in from day one. And day one, I didn't even know I wanted to be a wrestler. Day one was like one of the first outings I brought her to was to watch me do stand-up because that was the one thing that I was interested in at the time. I, I really loved stand-up comedy and wanted to get into it at the time. That was what I was trying to throw my eggs in that basket. And it was something weird for her. She had never dealt with anything like that before. So it was kind of like different from the get-go. And she's always been all in everything, man. Like it, if I'm passionate about something... she's fine with it she's passionate about it like like i said buying a we like man we don't have like a ton of money so dropping a thousand dollars at the time Mm -hmm. on a gaming pc dude like and i had never mentioned anything about streaming before but i was so adamant about it she was just like yeah okay i'm in let's go let's do it um she's a creative herself like she she has her own etsy shops and things like that does her own design work very very successful at all that stuff like she's she's always been a creative as well so i think we've kind of brought that out of each other more because she used to you know manage a paint store for like 10 years and worked her way up the corporate ladder there and was set that was her job and you know it just kind of i i don't know i guess us being together and both of us being creative just kind of pushes us to take chances and take risks and things like that and man i'm so lucky she's so on board with everything i don't know how she listens to it man she'll sit here while I'm streaming and I'm talking like I'm talking right now. I'll get off. She'll still want to talk to me. And then she'll go over <laughs> there and put headphones on and edit something of me talking for three hours. Wow. It's insane. I don't get yep. it. Man. I'm very lucky. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm so, I'm so lucky. That's a,
1: that's the kind of support system that just like it, it, it really, uh, you know, helps everything thrive though uh, to oh. have, you know, to have that, to be in that kind of environment
3: you need to like feed off each other, right? Like it's, it's, it's just one of those things. Like, and and like I said, I've, I've mentioned them 700 times, but with uh Ethan page and his wife, cause like we we've become friends and, and we've hung out with them and stuff too. They're the same way, man. And I find if you've got two people working with a common goal or supporting each other and helping your, your chances of being successful are they skyrocket, man. Yeah. Like if, if she hated everything I did, then like how, like I, I couldn't sit here and, take up my whole living room and stream and yell and scream and eat hot sauce and throw up and shave my eyebrows and all the stupid stuff that is fun for me i wouldn't be able to do any of that if she didn't support it right she she i don't know i think she loves it or she's or she's a good liar i don't know
2: Yeah. what was her eyebrow <laughs> reaction <laughs>
3: Actually, I, I, I don't even i don't even fully know i know she didn't like it <laughs> tort how did you feel about the eyebrows initially when i shaved them she slaps. She's like, I don't even know. I do. I do so many things. So I think she just doesn't care anymore. Par
1: for the course now. <laughs> yeah. It's Like, all right. Yeah. yeah.
2: gone. All right. Another day. I love. Yeah. It. I yeah.
1: love it. I love it. Um. <laughs> uh, well, I want to just thank you again for taking some time out on your night off to come hang out with us. You know, so cool. talk talk about yourself. Talk about Alpha One. You know, get to talk about your Twitch and your YouTube ventures. Um, you know, buy tickets for Alpha One on February 4th, a1wrestling.com. Uh, what do you, you know, well, in the meantime for you though, where else can people find you, you know, give them, give them all your plugs and, uh, where to look for yet.
3: So I'm uh, I'm on Twitter still as BMD, but I'm not super active there. But if you want to get a hold of me, the best way, like you know, is is coming the stream man, Twitch.tv/slash yeah. BMD, but I'm live Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at 6:30 p.m. Eastern time. And we're so close YouTube. So I'm also doing we edit stream stuff for YouTube, but I also do comedy sketches and stuff as well as original content there. And there's so much of that coming down the pipeline now. We're like 15 subs away from 2,000. So if anybody's watching this and wants to talk a yeah. sub my way we're this close mm-hmm. and i promise you i'll i'll make you laugh at least once maybe in a 20 minute video we'll see <laughs> it'll happen for sure and that's youtube bmd bud as well
1: yeah say uh bmd bud everywhere right
3: yes i and then the only other channel i have is uh i do have a cartoon channel but i haven't promoted that i do cartoons as well you can see one behind me but i haven't fully dove into that 100 yet so i'm not plugging it just yet but i have a games channel as well which is just bmd bud games if gaming content's your thing as well we edit those too hell yeah well brett Appreciate you so much for joining us again. Thank
1: you very, very much. Uh, I can't Enjoy wait it. to I can't wait to come see you at Alpha One. I'll uh, I'll be there on February fourth. I know it's you cool. will. It's going to be a great time. I uh, hope you have a great night. Thank you. Again Thanks,
3: man. You too. I'm excited out. to uh, excited to hang out, meet face meet face to face. And Reg, I hope you try some all dressed chips soon, bud. Me too. Yeah, I, gotta, <laughs> I have to put
1: together a care package for him for sure. Appreciate hell yeah have, hell yeah. Have a, have a great night, Brett.
2: Thanks, bud. You too.
3: Yeah, you got to switch. I
1: need to get a better way to switch the overlay. I don't know. Transitions, how to do this
2: Mike. Transitions. I know there's like buttons.
1: <laughs> Dude, there's like buttons and shit. I don't know. I'm bad at buttons. How are you doing, Reg?
2: I'm doing great, man. I wanna know. Um, you asked uh him about his favorite, his match he was looking forward to at the Alpha One show. What match are you most looking forward to at the Alpha One show?
1: Um, honestly, you know, got it. Garcia versus Alec Price is going to be crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, But that alpha male title match, the three way is that's a bunch of alpha one, uh, you know, mainstays. Uh, It's a good way to, you know, kind of re-welcome everyone back to this is alpha one. Well, also still having all the crazy shit that's going to happen for it.
2: I love that having that main event specifically when there's going to be so many new eyes I think is so genius. The, Very important. What he talked about of having a promotion that brings in some of the best from the world but pairs them with their locals, like that's mm-hmm. independent wrestling at its core. But I think the best is you're going to have all these eyes, so shine the light on the people that have been on the grind for your promotion for so long. I think it's a great main event to have. Super exciting, man. I'm excited about that show. I'm also interested in how this is going to stream. Mm-hmm. guess we'll find out soon <laughs> uh
1: yeah i'm 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 sure there will be some information about that coming out i can't uh you know i can't say too much but um i i i know that i know that it's something they're looking for looking for so it's uh i, I i'm sure there's going to be an announcement coming out about where it can be seen uh mm-hmm. yeah they're definitely going to want to what they're definitely going to want to watch people want people to watch this so it, it'll be a so. thing that people will be able to get their eyeballs on uh, if they can't get there physically, which I will be. So
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, you know what it, I you, you did mention, like the the, uh, you know, getting your locals over. And mm-hmm. I think that matters so, so much because there's so many promotions that we see that like rely on, uh, you know, you know, rely on like fly ins and bringing yeah. all these people in that are from all over the country and the world that aren't, you know, necessarily from your local area. And well, that's great. and all. I do think, you know, there's a lot of the most successful promotions we see these days are ones that are taking the time to bring those people into at least, you know, not, it's not like, Hey, I'm bringing a guy from, you know, across the country this way, you know, and then another guy from across the country this way, and they're going to wrestle each other. And then you're going to see two local guys wrestle each other. Like, you Know for the rest of the card,
2: yeah. It's uh, you we've seen that the opposite of that the kind of super card thing we've seen in real time how that doesn't work. Like, it they they do these super, they there's a new promotion, they come out with these super PWG style cards, and you're like, yo, this is crazy. Then they do five shows and you never hear from them again. The promotions that are lasting, we've seen, are the ones that are investing in the future. Like, it's not st- sustainable to have. Mike Bailey on every show and every main event because you can't invest in him. You got to invest in the guys when Mike Bailey's gone that are still gonna be cooking over here. We see with my homie shout out to West Coast Pro how they've built up Starboy, they built up Titus, they built up Zoe. It's mm-hmm. like they've Scott has invested so much in that talent that it's gonna he he doesn't have to do all these super cards as we've seen because the local scene has carried it. So I just I love when promotions do that, and it's so important. I think in this day and age, because it's hard to be seen on with so much content going on. And if there's eyes on your product, you gotta get some local representation in there. Uh, some people just get the eyes, and they're like, "Yo, we got them." Put on the 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 super hottest dream match you can think of, and while that's great, I'm loving. I'm all in. You gotta invest in the future.
1: Everyone can book that same like, you know, I mean, if, if everyone can book that same match, if you're using, you know, guys from that, exactly. you know, that are flying in regularly and all over the places. Um, you, you mentioned West Coast Pro and like, that's actually something that uh, it, it, it's really funny. I was talking to uh, I was watching Scott's stream last night mm-hmm. and uh, him and I were kind of talking about under the bridge. And you know someone uh, he you know he'd mentioned someone making kind of like an offhanded remark about like oh is this is like a B show, because uh it's you know it's featuring more local talent and you know it's not a lot of you know people flying in necessarily
2: for you it mean the their, show that their, they announced Leo Rush for that's a B show,
1: yeah uh, you know what I mean that's what I mean it, I I feel. I don't know if people are looking at the card and it's like, oh, okay. So what they said, they saw like Los Suavecitos and Jai Jewel and Vinny and Charlie, uh, you know, and uh, like little Cholo on. And we're like, oh yeah, it's like LA people.
2: But that's
1: awesome. One,
2: those are all awesome wrestlers anyway. I'm saying like, (laughs) yo, like I'm jealous of this card. Every time they announce a new match and a new person, I'm like, Hey, yo, I put on under the Leo rush tweet, bring Leo rush to San Francisco, bro. What's going on here? I'm jealous over here. no, i love that yeah. scott changes the the game especially as a california independent wrestling connoisseur for close to 20 years now more than 20 years at this point uh little cholo is awesome like he's been somewhere for so long like having that representation on these cards and and changing kind of what rep west coast pro is in a different region i think is awesome like um, uh, i'm also like i said jealous i want to see that lucha shit like bring that lucha shit over here too like He knows the market Mm -hmm. over there, and he switches it up. That's funny that someone would call it a B. I'm like, a show with Leo Rush is not a B show, dude. You're talking crazy.
1: Yeah, they just announced, like, Mio Momono's on that, too. Come on. Uh, You know, Leo Rush, Lee Moriarty. uh, Wait. Yeah, Black Taurus is on it. Black Taurus?
2: Come on, man. What?
1: Yeah. I'm uh, Also, like, Black Taurus, last time he wrestled a West Coast Pro show, he... He, he showed up in the middle of his match. He it, did. It was, like, it was the coolest <laughs> shit ever.
2: Nah, dude, he's badass. I was at one West Coast pro show where, you know, they before do. the show and he showed up. L.A. always eats good. They have forever. Uh, he showed up and I was all damn. He's just like bad. Even before he gets into the ass, he's been thirst trapping on the Internet. Even before he gets to the gear, he's a badass motherfucker. So like he's, it, it's exciting. I'm excited for his future. There's some exciting things going on in his thing so yeah it's a it's going to be a really dope show um what other kind of things have you been excited about uh recently in independent wrestling i'm just trying to find the opportunity to talk about mr danger in some way because every time i see something about him it blows my mind i'm like how could i get a mr danger promo over on indeed before the show's over it's here right now we're talking about it a.r fox one of the best trainers in all of wrestling it's, uh, it's unbelievable his track record already like he like his prize pu- people had his dream match in, at wrestlemania against john cena like if you just start there you're like oh he's cooking and then you could go all the way down but this new kid mr danger if you guys haven't seen him he's nuts he's insane mm, i love I like wrestlers him. that give me the feeling of when, before the internet was, it was popular, you would hear about, I always bring up Sabu for an example. Like you would hear about these wrestlers and they'd be like, you got to see this person. You read in magazines. They're like, this guy's nuts. And you wouldn't know. And then you would see him and you'd be like, Oh, this guy nuts. He doesn't care about something. Like, I don't know if he's like a daredevil. He might die in this ring. Like any wrestler that gives you that kind of Jeff Hardy style feeling. I love him. I think Mr. Danger is one of those. He does like a springboard Phoenix splash to the outside that looks like, dangerous for everybody like mr danger is a great name Mm -hmm. just he just like the way that he throws his body some people do the same some people do the 450 splash some people do the phoenix splash some people do the shooting star press and i love how there's so much variety i think he adds variety to it i'm such a big fan of this kid i was writing an article for pwy last night and i was like it's between these two like it was between him and another rest of the one that i ended up doing the article on and i was like this kid is so great i have to come on the podcast and talk about him.
1: Yeah, hey, no I'm, I'm here for it uh yeah the springboard the springboard phoenix splash thing like it, watching mr danger wrestle scares the shit out of me exactly uh it's the last time i think somebody uh started showing up on indie shows that made me feel like that was like commander
2: yes and, like this is dangerous yeah. i think like that his name is spitting and if you if you can make me feel like that i'm like yo i don't know i love it that's my favorite feeling in the world
1: he's not even doing deathmatch shit either it's just like no. It's just crazy high flying, like wow! You you have gra- anti gravity cheats on.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know how.
1: No, it's yeah, it's fucked. Um, I'm excited for some lucha shit that I get to go see in like a week. I get that demand oh, yeah, show. Though. Yeah, I get, I get yeah, that demand yeah. show. We were talking about lucha, and dude, uh,
2: that um, there was a clips, some clips of Jack Cartwheel and Gringo doing a ladder match. You saw that.
1: Uh, so that was at their last show. Yeah. So that's their. That was a ladder match that Jack Cartwheel and Gringo had for the Demand Lucha Championship.
2: Oh, that was a Demand Show. That was a Demand Lucha Show.
1: That was their mm. last show. And uh, Jack Cartwheel won that ladder match, won the championship, ended Gringo's like well over a year reign. Um, so. And now his first defense is against Gringo Loco and mm. Mustafa Lee. Mm. I. Uh, I'm, I'm, We'd I'm so excited! I'm so excited! i it, like, I, I, I already know it's gonna be good. I just have to like go there and see what I, like. I, it's more like, what am I gonna see? Right. Because I've seen like I've seen all those videos on Twitter of Mustafali like posting his like training videos, and in like a couple of those videos, he's running some of those crazy lucha chain spots with Gringo Loco in training. Yep. So it's like okay, those two already know each other well enough where I know they're going to do some shit that I've never seen before in my life. Mm -hmm. And then you add in Jack Cartwheel on top of that, who's like another one of those people who... I just watch him wrestle with my jaw like hanging down here because he does just some of the weirdest shit and he has the most impressive body control with like... (laughs) I've never seen someone be able to just like... He seems like he knows what every part of his body is doing at every single moment of just life.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty pretty wild how he maneuvers in wrestling. I think the coolest thing about this match is what you described there because Ali has been... Throughout like his tenure in WWE, he will put out these videos of him training and it would always be this super insane Lucha shit that you're like, he's never going to use that on Monday night raw. We're never going to see this, but now he's going to be in there. Like you said, with Gringo, Jack Cartwheel, these guys that do that are in Lucha matches on a weekly basis. So we're going to get to see Ali 100% into that shit. He's been doing that. We've been seeing that we've been wanting so exciting, man. It's super um, interesting to see what's going to happen with him. I'm like, Scott hasn't booked him, so he must have a hefty price tag, I'm thinking, because where is he? What's going on here, Scott?
1: Yeah, his world I want to see him too. <laughs> his world tour too, it's, uh, he's got some, he just had an, he just had an uh, match announced for it that I'm really excited for. Uh Our last guest from the month of November, Von Vertigo is going to be uh, one-on-one with Ali at c at, oh. C4, at C4 Wrestling next Friday.
2: Oh, that's sick.
1: So, uh, I'm really looking forward to that one because, again, Vaughn has been, like, so diligently getting his name out there by working his ass off around Canada and then working his ass off in Europe, like, on these self-book tours. He started to get into the U.S. He made his Defy debut not too long ago. So, and now he's getting one of you know there's this canadian weekend of three shows that Mustafa Ali is coming in for in january and he gets one of the matches in the singles it's I, i'm i'm hoping that a lot more people tune into this to watch this one because of you know the attention that mustafali's uh independent run is going to bring he's so cool and i'm really hoping for i'm really hoping that's the case because i i would love 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 for as many people to see von vertigo wrestle as possible this is like he it my agenda is always to get the canadian people out of canada i don't want to see them wrestling every weekend in toronto because they can't get across the fucking border to get like you know some american (laughs) dates or something so like i want this to be the match that like leads to that for this dude
2: yeah that's i think uh that's another really exciting component to Ali Ali's little run that he's about to get on here is the unknowns are the people that are on the come up that he's going to face that are going to be getting more eyes on them. He's about to um, really cook and everybody that's along for the ride is, uh, is just a good position to be in. And I think Von vertical in the position that he's been in right now, this is great for him. I'm Attitude. trying to find the super chat. Cause it was super cool earlier. Shout out to you, that, Jay one, Rose. that one's cool too. Jay Rose, what's up, my hey. bro? Thank you very much. Uh, I, I had to change it up a
1: bit for the new year. Which chat were you yeah. looking for? It was it super chat? What?
2: No, it's a regular chat. Just keep talking. I'm gonna find it. I'm almost there. <laughs>
1: it's all good. I was uh I was looking at the calendar for what's on this weekend, and it's like it's a hard weekend to watch shows. Like there's GCW in Chicago this Friday, which I'm that that's gonna be great
2: because that's you mm-hmm. know uh Gringo. Tank and uh Blake Christian is hard. I want I love it. Tank
1: and Blake Christian. Uh you know, we're gonna have Ali versus Gringo for the title there, but like Saturday is just such a tough day to watch shows on because You've got, you know, there's a GCW show running, there's a bunch of indies running on IWTV, but then there's also uh, TNA Hard to Kill, Battle in the Valley, and AEW Collision are all going to be on. There's all going to be, you know, some top independent names that are going to be probably showing up on some of those shows. I know that uh, First Wrestling Wrestle Palooza made a, very obvious cancellation announcement for Brian Keith, that he'll be uh, probably (laughs) a collision on
3: Saturday.
2: (laughs) Don't make it obvious. Don't make it obvious. Oh, Hey, he's not going to be here on Saturday. He's going to be somewhere else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? Also, I really like the way that they said that. No, that was great. Very
2: classic.
1: Yeah. Uh, There is a show in Indianapolis this weekend. (laughs) too. Yeah. There's some that, Oh, who's on it? Oh, let's go mm-hmm. get the cart. <clears throat>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Hang on one second. Let me let let, let me go get. Uh, let me let me go get.
2: Oh, uh, I found it, man! Look oh, what'd you time. find? Wait, wait. come on, man, dude! Hey, how, oh, come on, man! That's so <laughs> cool. Sometimes you get little messages. And you're like, all right, it's all worth it. I thought nobody in the world was watching that show. Apparently, Ethan Page is watching our ROH show. So, thank you, Ethan Page. That's super dope, man.
1: That's really good to hear, man. I like that. Um, yeah, no, there is,
2: <clears throat>
1: nap out the gate. It's happening this weekend, Sunday, January fourteenth. What do we have happening on this show? Well, we have Mans Warner versus Isaiah Broner for the NAP heavyweight championship.
2: They're gonna fight hard, That's... very hard.
1: Man, if that doesn't just like, if that doesn't just make you want to go right there, you're broken. <laughs> I can't. I, help love you. It. I can't help you. You're broken I'm all you in
2: off that one match. I'm like, oh, these guys are going to fight for real. That's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, man. Warner and I'd say going to, you know, someone might kill someone. Uh, Jocelyn Navarro and Derek Dillinger. That's mm. again,
2: sick match. Dude, I've become uh, such a big fan of Derek Dillinger recently, man. So good.
1: Derek Dillinger does some really cool shit. I got to see him up here not too long ago at a uh, Greek town show. And mm. he's just energy
2: energy dude yes
1: uh also uh count noctis versus rico gonzalez you want to talk about you want to talk about dope era fox students rico gonzalez
2: yes fire that's gonna be a really fire match two young up-and-coming uh really hungry wrestlers they're gonna try to kill it
1: yeah um fun fact former guest on indeed alex storm is ring announcing this show
2: Love it! Shout out to the homeboy. He tried. He said we gave him an assist. I don't know if we did, but he said it, not us. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll take it.
1: <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'm, you know, like that. That it's like a half, you know, ha, like just happy accident. Like, I'll, right. I'll, will t- take it. You know, um,
2: like that's what our job is. It's like to put on.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you know, if uh, you find someone that you want to work with out of it, that's fucking dope. That, yep. you know, I love to hear that. Yeah, it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard night this weekend to be like having a Saturday show with all that. That TNA show is one of the, you know, hypest fucking like I haven't been. (laughs) I've been very.
3: My excitement
1: (laughs) level for impact related. adventures has gone through the roof over the last like 12 months. It has gone from like, eh, like mild enthusiasm to like. I'll probably go out of my way to watch that
2: yeah it's uh i'm i'm trying to i think i'm going to be at the new japan show live in san jose so i won't be able to watch live but i'm so interested in the rebrand of tna they're announcing a bunch of really cool stuff but i think uh their 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 rebrand is going to be really dope how do you handle a uh, uh, a weekend like this mike do you double fist of uh <laughs> having one two screens playing wrestling do you just focus on one like how do you handle it when there's uh, uh an insane cuz this is often like this isn't rare of like there's five awesome wrestling shows like this happens all the time mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah it's a it, it's a i I've learned how to I've learned how to pull it off um I like it when it happens when it's not uh related to AWTV TV because yeah. I I watch that on a VPN and then mm-hmm. The VPN makes all my other streams laggy, too. Gotcha. But so it I, when it's just a, when it's like indie shows and like, uh, you know, some pay-per-views like this, I'm happy because what I will probably do is watch two shows simultaneously. At least mm-hmm. I say at least because sometimes what I'll do is I'll <laughs> still have one show on my main monitor, but I'll actually half screen two shows on my other monitor.
2: Sicko alert. <laughs>
1: And it's, it it's actually, it, it it's, it's, it's really hard to properly pay. So like, I can, I, it's Your really brain hard. can't
2: process that, dude. And your stone too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, it, it, I'm not saying it works out great, but what ends up happening <laughs> usually is like, I'll, I'll realize, I'll realize something cool is happened. Like, cause there, it, it's very rare that like some super insane shit is happening on yeah. all three things simultaneously. So usually it's like one thing can get like, you know, my immediate focus while I kind of like side eye some other things every few seconds. Right. But then like, if something, you know, I'll I'll know like, okay, like this one's, you know, I got to go back. I really got to go back and watch this one. Mm-hmm. Um, So I, a triple, yeah, triple monitor or triple screen. It's really tough. I'm probably only going to do two but I might do three. It depends on like how overlapping everything is. Cause I know that battle in the Valley and like TNA don't start at the same time, Mm -mm. but I do know that they will overlap each other eventually. Mm -hmm. And they will also overlap GCW. And I really want to see microman versus Joey Janela.
2: Yeah. Look, I called you a sicko, but I'm sure at one time I have, computer laptop and phone all on wrestling so i mean when you're a sicko like you don't get to this show for nothing mike like we're sickos that's what it is yeah
1: yeah no like i'm i i would not be talking about wrestling on the internet if i didn't like it this much (laughs) (laughs) it which which totally by the way that that you had an interaction with somebody about i thought you were bringing it back around i'm like
2: look at mike he's a good uh, interviewer over here i don't want to be interviewed
1: (laughs) No, no, but you 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 talked about that with somebody like or you you've interacted with somebody about that like online earlier and was like uh mm-hmm. you know what would 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 you not would you know would wouldn't you not want somebody to be a fan of something if you're watching them like speak about it and talk about it uh or not you know that. try to inform you about it, it Oh it, yeah, cuz the
2: guy was like these people are trying to be fans first media second. I'm like isn't that kind of how it should be? I thought like it doesn't have to be there could be you're just here to do your job, but I'm not just here to do my job. I'm here cuz I like wrestling.
1: Yeah, I actually hate wrestling. I just felt like starting a podcast Dude, about independent that's wrestling. What's right. So
2: funny. Every time like, someone asks what I that when I'm like, "Oh, I talk about wrestling for a living pretty much." And they're like, "Do you like that?" And I'm like, "Are would I would I do would I talk about this for a living if I didn't like it? And then it makes me think, I'm like, are there people that are doing this that don't like it? And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of people that do their job like this and don't like what they're talking about. And that's crazy. to
1: me. Yeah, no, like I don't want to watch a federal tax account and talk to me about music. And I don't want to watch, like, I don't want to watch somebody who doesn't, you know, who doesn't. Of course, it's going to be better if they know what they're talking about and they like it. It's, it's so weird to want to, Why? Why would I cover this if I'm not a fan of it? It, it, Like wrestling is such a weird thing to be into. Like, Like, that's what I was
2: saying. Like, why would I pick wrestling of all things to not like to just try to make money? And there ain't money over here like this. What are you talking about, dude? (laughs) To
1: to do what we're doing right now, if we didn't like it, would be the silliest. like the the shittiest waste that that would be free time
2: that'd be a real sicko mode that of like we don't like this but we just talk about it all like if i didn't like wrestling and i talked about it for eight hours on a podcast a week people would be like what's wrong with you
1: yeah you're sicko i love it love the game hell yeah so do i uh watch it this weekend there's a whole bunch of it uh you know where can everyone find you out in the meantime reg
2: uh, at Righteous Reg, if you want to find me on socials, Mike and I have become TikTok boys, so you can find us on TikTok now. That's a new thing. I've been trying to make videos and shit. It's uh, annoying. Um, uh, also, you can find me. So every Wednesday, I'm here, of course, with Mike. Every Wednesday night, I'm on with D- Denise for the AEW Dynamite post show. Tomorrow's Ask Grapsity Graspid- with Philip Lindsay. And then it's also the ROH post show with Kate. And every Saturday, it's Philip Lindsay, Righteous Reg, the Gravity podcast, talking about the best news stories of the week. And I'm working on some new stuff and also a bunch of cool stuff is coming out. This year is going to be cool. I'm just going to say that. Hell yeah.
1: Um, I don't want to miss this super chat. Ali versus Gringo Loco at GZLB is happening. Also,
2: oh, yeah, that's fine. There's a
1: video short show to Glory Pro. Hey, if he turns up at Glory Pro, I hope so for you. That'd be awesome Hi, um, for myself. Yeah, Mike from Indeed on all the socials uh, also on TikTok. Uh, We're on TikTok now at Indeed Podcast so you can follow us there and watch clips of this show that you already just watched. But if you want to just see some of the like best bits, funniest bits like chopped down uh, into more digestible format with uh, some funny little graphics and sound effects and shit uh, you know, hey, give us a follow there. Uh, We'll see you next Wednesday. We've got Veda Scott with us next week.
2: Ooh, that slide another. video oh my god dude uh,
1: Yeah, we're <laughs> just gonna talk about the three-story twisty slide for the entire time <laughs> nothing else can't believe they put that shit in a mall <laughs> so we'll see you next funny.
2: wednesday